Coffee Break Portuguese, Lesson 22. Olá a todos e bem-vindos a Coffee Break Portuguese. Eu sou o Rafael. E eu sou a Eva. Tudo bem, Eva? Tudo ótimo. Obrigada. E você? Muito bem. Está um dia lindo hoje. Ah, sim. Um dia lindo, sim. Sim. Mas eu não me sinto bem. Ah, hum. so it's a beautiful day today, but... Não me sinto bem. I don't feel well. You don't feel well. <laughs> ah, que pena. Sim, que pena. And I think that is our topic for today. It is. In today's lesson, we're going to learn how to talk about parts of the body in Portuguese and how to express um, if you have a bit of pain or a certain part is sore in your body. Okay, so sort of covering the words and phrases you might need to use if, and hopefully this won't happen, but if you find yourself in a Portuguese speaking place and you're not feeling well or you need to go to a doctor or a pharmacy, um, we're going to be looking at how to explain how you're feeling. That's right. Então, está pronto para começar? Prontíssimo. Vamos lá. Vamos lá. Before we get started, a quick review of what we learned in the previous lesson uh, when we were talking about the weather. Mm, of course. Mm -hmm. Can you remember how to ask, how's the weather? Yeah, I think our main question for the episode was, como está o tempo? Como está o tempo? That's right. And then perhaps, um, okay, it's cold. For it's cold. I think there were two ways we could say this, um, but, but with both of them, we were going to use the noun frio. Okay. Um, so we could either say, está frio or faz frio. Mm -hmm. Está frio or faz frio. Okay. And another one, let's say it's raining. Okay, we'll leave a little bit of a gap for our listeners to think about this too. So for it's raining, um, we could either say, está Chovendo or está a chover? Está chovendo or está a chover? Or if you want to say it's rainy, was that está uh, chuvoso? Está chuvoso. Well remembered. Okay. Bem lembrado. Ah, bem lembrado. That's Sim. well remembered, isn't it? That's it. it. <laughs> ah, muito bem. Okay, so as I said at the beginning, não me sinto bem. I don't feel well. So that's using the verb sentir in the reflexive form. Sentir-se. Now, we've dealt with a verb like this before when we talked about chamar-se. Eu me chamo, tu te chamas, and so on. Ah. Uh, Same idea. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So, as in we could say, me chamo for mm. I am called or I call myself. If we're saying I feel well, for example, it's me sinto. Yes. So, me sinto bem, I feel well, or the other position of the pronoun sintome bem. Okay, and mm -hmm. that's the one that's more more common in Portugal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, sintome bem, uh, if you feel well. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel well, if you feel badly, <laughs> sintome mal. Sintome mal. Sintome mal. Mm -hmm. Or, me sinto mal. Or, me sinto mal. Okay. Yeah. Or you could say, I don't feel well. Like I said, não me sinto bem. And this will never change because the negative word não 
attracts the pronoun. Não me sinto bem. Ah, so you don't say não sinto me bem. Não. Uh, não sinto me bem. Não. Okay. Okay. Okay, good to know. Good. So, uh, to ask how someone is feeling, uh, so how are you feeling, I will ask, como se sente? Como se sente? Como se sente? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this time our, our pronoun, the se, is the same as we had in the question, como se chama? Mm-hmm. But this time, como se sente? Como se sente? Okay, so if someone asks you how you're feeling. Como se sente? Não me sinto bem. I don't feel well. I don't feel well. So here, the verb sentir is irregular. So the spelling will change, no? Ah. So for the first person, the I, it's S-I-N-T-O. And for the following ones, like você or tu, it's S-E-N. Okay, so that's how we ended up with me sinto mm-hmm. bem, but you'd say você se sente bem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So have you got some vocabulary for us for how we can describe <laughs> what's what's not right with us if we're not feeling well? Okay, I'll tell you about the verbs that we're going to need. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, some parts of the body here. Mm. So starting with the head, a cabeça. A cabeça. Okay, I'll leave some room to repeat. A cabeça. A cabeça. Uh, for the stomach, o estômago. O estômago. O estômago. O estômago. And for the throat, a garganta. A garganta. A garganta. A garganta. Yeah, nice uh, R there. Gar. Garganta. Ah, garganta. <laughs> okay, so we're going to use the verb ter or estar com to express that we have, uh, you know, a pain in one of these areas. Okay. So with the verb ter, tenho dor de garganta. Tenho dor de garganta. Okay, so what does dor mean? Dor means pain. Okay. So we're saying I have pain of throat. Mm. Tenho dor De garganta. Uh, tenho dor de cabeça. So I have a sore head. Tenho dor de estômago. And that would be, I have a sore stomach. Mm-hmm, that's it. So, straightforward with the verb ter. Another option is using the structure estar com. Né? Just like you would say, estou com frio. I'm cold. Mm. So here, estou com dor de garganta. Ah, so I am with pain of throat. Yeah. <laughs> Estou com dor de garganta. Estou com dor de cabeça. Estou com dor de cabeça. Estou com dor de estômago. Estou com dor de estômago. É muito fácil, né? Ah, uh, it's very easy. Né? Isn't it? Ah. So, né? Um, it's a contraction of não é, isn't it? Ah. Né. So you can just say, é muito fácil, né? Mm-hmm. É sim. <laughs> so just to check with all of these, um, we're just saying, tenho dor or estou com dor, and then j, but then we don't need the article. We don't need, it doesn't matter if it's a cabeça, o estômago. We're just saying j and then the noun itself. Correct. 
So dor de and then the part of the body. Ok. É muito fácil. É muito fácil. <laughs> um, someone might ask you uh, what's the problem? Qual é o problema? Qual é o problema? Okay, so you, you useful question to know if you go into a pharmacy and mm -hmm. you're looking for something, you might be asked, qual é o problema? Yes, qual é o problema? Always try to join the vowels. Qual é o problema? Qual é o problema? Qual é o problema? Nice. Uh, a few more then. Um, dor de ouvido. Dor de ouvido. So here you have a sore ear. Ah. Ouvido in this case. The, okay. The inner part of your ear. Ah, so this is how you'd say if you have an earache, for example. Yeah. And would, does this follow the same structure as the others? Could we say, tenho dor de o, o, ouvido? Ouvido. Ouvido. That's it. Or, estou com dor de ouvido. Perfeito. Okay. Another one. Uh, dor de dente. Dor de dente. And ah. that's, that's a toothache. Yeah, okay. So, Estou com dor de dente? Dente. Dente. Mm -hmm. Or, tenho dor de dente. Tenho dor de dente. Mm -hmm. Muito bem. So, let's try a brief conversation here, uh, Eva. Ok. Uh, como está? Uh, não me sinto bem. Oh, qual é o problema? Estou com dor de cabeça. Ah, que pena. <laughs> What a shame. <laughs> ok, what are some other... Um, aches and pains that we might need to talk about. You might have uh, dor nas costas. Dor nas costas. So that's a back pain. Ah. So costas is the word for back. It's always in the plural. Dor nas costas. Okay. So as costas. Yeah, you'd never hear it in the singular. It's the no. idea of your back is a plural idea. Yeah. Okay. And then we had... It's, but it's not dor de this time. No. So on, on your back. No. Okay. So we're using dor de with things like garganta, estomago. But when it comes to having pain in your back, we're using a plus the article. Yeah. So dor nas costas. So tenho dor nas costas. Mm -hmm. I have back pain. Mm -hmm. um, if the problem is on your leg or legs, Tenho dor na perna ou tenho dor nas pernas? Okay, so a perna is the word for the leg? That's it. Okay, so tenho dor na perna. If you have one sore leg <laughs> yeah. or if you have two sore legs, what was that? Dor nas pernas. Dor nas pernas. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, talking about food, dor no pé, so pé. Ah, we know pé from uh, ir a pé, from going by foot somewhere. Isso. So I could say, estou com dor no pé. Mm -hmm. And if it's about your feet, dor nos pés. Dor nos pés. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the final one in this list is your hand. So hand in Portuguese is mão. Mão. So, estou com dor na mão. Estou Com dor na mão. Or in the plural form, estou com dor nas mãos. Estou com dor nas mãos. That's it. Okay, so it's good to know um, a lot of different body parts that we can describe um, if, they're, if they're painful. Mm -hmm, exactly. 
So maybe we should look at uh, conditions mm -hmm. as well. So we have the flu, agripi, agripi. Agripi. So how would we say I have the flu? Tenho uh, gripe. Ah, so without the... Without the article. Okay. Tenho gripe. Mm -hmm. Or, of course, estou com gripe. Mm. Cough is tosse. 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 Mm -hmm. So could I say tenho tosse? Mm -hmm. Or estou com tosse. I have a cough. Yeah. Okay. And if you have a fever, you would say uh, estou com febre. Estou com febre. Estou com febre. Exactly. How about if you have just a cold? So, would be resfriado. Né? And here there are two ways of saying that. So, um, tenho um resfriado. Tenho um resfriado. Tenho um resfriado. And then you can also say, of course, estou com um resfriado. Estou com um resfriado. Mm -hmm. Muito bem. Okay, so with both of them, we're using the word a. Ah, we're using um. Isso. Okay, so anything else we need to know before we practice this in a conversation? Just remember, you can always add modifiers of intensity. Okay. So you can always add um pouco de or muita or muito just after tenho or estou com. So estou com muita dor nas pernas. Ah, so I have very sore legs. Yeah. So, muita in the feminine because dor is a feminine word. So, muita dor. Ah, okay. Or, yeah, I have a lot of pain mm -hmm. in my legs. Estou com muita dor nas pernas. That's right. And using um pouco de, estou com um pouco de tosse. Okay, so I have a bit of a cough. That's it. Estou com um pouco de tosse. Muito bem. Okay. Okay, it's time for our break. Okay, and when we come back, will we be putting some of this into practice? We will. Okay, até já. Até. Olá, it's Mark from Coffee Break here. I hope you're enjoying learning Portuguese through these episodes. But I thought you might like to know that we have a full online course available, which includes extra resources to accompany each lesson of Coffee Break Portuguese. Our online course includes a video version of each lesson, bonus audio episodes, and written lesson notes. To find out how you can access the course and get the most out of Coffee Break Portuguese, just visit coffeebreakportuguese.com. Welcome back to lesson 22. Aula Vinci Dois. <laughs> now, before we move on to our practice dialogue, we're going to hear from Catarina. And I'm really looking forward to learning more about the topic of today's cafezinho. Hola, Catarina. Bom dia a todos. Hello again, and welcome back to Cafezinho com Catarina. Today, We've been talking about physical aches and pains. You've learned how to talk about stomach ache, dor de estômago, or back ache, dor nas costas. But now we are going to talk about a specific kind of heart ache, saudade. Saudade is a unique word in Portuguese. 
which doesn't have a direct translation in English. It refers to a deep feeling of longing and nostalgia and the idea of missing someone or something. Now, you may have heard of Fado. Fado very much captures the essence of saudade, along with the unique sounds of the Portuguese guitar, a guitarra portuguesa. Originating in the streets, ruas, and taverns, tavernas of Lisbon, Fado is not just music. Música. It's an expression of the Portuguese soul, a heartfelt lament that resonates with listeners around the world. One of the most iconic elements of fado is the Portuguese guitar, a unique instrument with a pear-shaped body, a forma de uma pera, and 12 strings, 12 cordas. It's the perfect backdrop for the soulful vocals of the fado singer, o fadista. In the heart of Lisbon's historic neighborhood, you'll find fado houses, casas de fado, where you can experience this captivating art form up close. As you sip on a glass of vinho verde, you'll be transported to a world of love, amor, loss, perda, and longing, saudade. But fado isn't just confined to the streets of Lisbon. Its influence can be felt throughout Portugal, from Fado de Coimbra, the traditional Fado of the university students, which has a unique style, to the Fado of the enchanting islands of the Azores. If you're keen to explore more of the rich musical heritage, herança musical, I highly recommend diving into the world of Fado documentaries and performances available online. And who knows, perhaps you'll be inspired to pick up a guitarra portuguesa yourself and let its soulful melodies speak through you. I hope you have enjoyed today's cafezinho infused with the magic of fado, the Portuguese guitar and, of course, saudade. Muito obrigada e até breve! Muito obrigada, Catarina. I'll definitely be looking up some fado performances online and I hope our listeners do too. But for now, let's get back to today's lesson. So here we're going to put uh, what we have learned into practice. But before that, just one more thing I'd like to teach you. Mm-hmm. So there's an expression here and this expression is será que? Será que? It's an expression used to express I wonder if. Okay, so I wonder if I've got fever. Okay. So, será que estou com febre? Será que estou com febre? Mm-hmm. Okay, what does it literally mean, será que? Será que, I wonder if. <laughs> is that using the verb ser? Uh, it is using the verb ser in the future form, uh, ah. expressing, you know, uncertainty. Ah, so it's, I guess we're literally saying... It will be that yeah. I have a fever, but it's sort of a, oh, I wonder if it's the case. Será que? So it's an expression. It doesn't change. So just add that. Okay, sounds useful. Mm-hmm. So we can try maybe, I wonder if I have the flu. Would that be, será que uh, tenho gripe? Será que tenho gripe? 
Uhum. Or será que estou com gripe? Perfeito. Okay. Okay, nice. So that expression. And if you want to uh, wish that someone gets well soon, you can use the word melhoras. 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 Mm-hmm. What does that literally mean? Uh, improvements. <laughs> ah, so it's not it's not a verb. It's not wishing no, it's, somebody it's, to get better. Uh, yeah, it's an expression. Melhoras. Ah, improvements. Okay, melhoras. Um, the verb to rest, descansar. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so maybe we can practice uh, what we've learned. Okay, yeah, let's put this into a dialogue. Oi, Rafael. Tudo bem? Oi, Eva. Mais ou menos. Ah, qual é o problema? Tenho dor de cabeça e estou com um pouco de dor de garganta também. Tem febre? Um pouco. Será que está com gripe? Pode ser, né? Acho que vou para casa descansar. Melhoras. Obrigado. Ok. So, unfortunately, you have a bit of a sore head. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a bit of a sore throat. Yeah. We had tenho dor de cabeça. Mm-hmm. And you said estou com um pouco de dor de garganta também. That's it. So sore head, also a bit of a sore throat. And I asked you if you have a fever. Yeah. Tem febre. I said um pouco, a little bit. Mm. And then you asked, será que está com gripe? I wonder if you've got uh, the flu. And then you used a nice phrase that we saw before when we were talking about, like, shopping at the market, for example. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, pode ser. Pode ser, maybe, yeah. Yeah, but we used that in quite a different context before. Yeah. Um, like, is that okay? Can that be? Pode ser. And then what did you say after that? I said, acho que vou para casa. I think I'll go home. Ah, vou para casa? Mm-hmm. But I say, para casa, just how we speak. Ah. Just normal colloquial form. Okay, so para often gets a bit shortened yeah. and becomes pra, pra casa. casa. Mm-hmm. And then that was to rest. To rest, descansar. descansar. And then you wish that I got well soon. You said melhoras. Hmm. So that's us coming to the end of our lesson. Um, but now we can express um, lots of different types of aches and pains, say, say where we feel pain. Yeah, you um, can ask how someone is feeling as well. Yeah, importantly. Um, and I think we'll be taking this a step further in next week's lesson, where I think we're visiting the, the pharmacy. Isso, vamos à farmácia. Vamos à farmácia. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we'll be talking about treatments and um, how to ask for uh, things to, to treat these different aches and pains. Exatamente. Então, Rafael, uh, como se sente? Estou melhor. I'm better. Ah, que bom. Obrigado. <laughs> então, é tudo por hoje, but don't forget that this audio lesson is just one part of the full course of Coffee Break Portuguese, which includes the video versions of each lesson, um, bonus audio episodes and also written lesson notes so to find out everything you need to know about that you can visit coffeebreakportuguese.com and also follow us on social media it's Coffee Break Languages on Instagram and Coffee Break Portuguese on Facebook where we post regular language learning content to help you practice your language skills muito bem 
Muito bem. Então, até a próxima. Tchau. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2024, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2024, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.